0: Welcome
1: to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast
0: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host on my left, back again, Joey No Nochoprano. Coming to you live
1: from the Walt Street basement in Cincinnati, Ohio. Here we are. House that Walt built. The Christmas special. The Christmas city. Cincinnati, Ohio. Got in the car yesterday morning, put in Walt Street Into Google Maps, 10 and a half hours later, here I was, Cincinnati, Ohio. My first time ever doing that that drive, I've actually uh, avoided that drive on multiple occasions. When I left New York going west, I have avoided, um, there's a couple different ways to go. I always, always, always have gone south before going west because I hate Pennsylvania and I hate driving through Pennsylvania. Mostly because it's a police state and the cops in Pennsylvania. State troopers in Pennsylvania are monsters. They're like the SS. And um, so this is the first time I was ever like, fuck it. We got to go the fastest way. I went straight through Pennsylvania to Ohio. Talk about terrible road trips. There's nothing. Nothing. At one point, we're like, hey, that's where the office is supposed to be filmed. Next stop, Akron. Hey, LeBron James is from there. Next stop, Walt's house.
0: So you went like northeastern Ohio, like straight through the state. Did you drive through Columbus? Uh, we didn't drive through Columbus, but I
1: think we got pretty close to Columbus.
0: Yeah. You would have been. Yeah. So you basically went, Cincinnati is southwest, the most southwestern part of the state, and like Cleveland, yeah, came Yeah, we came in it's through the, the northeast.
1: North, came in through Youngstown, Ohio. We were north, I believe, of Pittsburgh. Okay and then we came kept going we were on 80 basically the whole way yeah and then came in through Youngstown Ohio through Akron and then down south it's the first time i've ever driven that that part i've been to i guess maybe i've done it once before i did drive to cleveland at one point
0: so you basically did you cut through diagonally the state of ohio
1: yeah yeah, pretty diagonally. Yeah, I mean, we we, we we I think we were pretty much on the north end, and then we started going a little bit southwest, and then at the end, I think it's a it's a it's a firm south. Well,
0: officially, gonna welcome you to the best quality of life in the country.
1: Colleen, literally, we, right after right after we got into uh, Ohio, Colleen goes, "What's that smell?" I was like, "Ohio." I think that's Ohio, but she knows. She went to she went to college here the smell
0: of great, Titan. it's the smell of greatness is yeah, what it is it's the
1: smell of greatness i was like it's you know it's probably the muddy river bottom
0: yeah man you've been here for i don't know a little over a little over 13 14 hours
1: yeah had some delicious detroit style pizza shout out to jets shout out to jets pizza if
0: you're in cincinnati you and know what i'm ran- talking about and
1: their ranch squeeze bottle oh now will they put blue cheese in that squeeze bottle I don't know. That would be, be extra delicious. There's still some left over. We might have to have a pizza before we hit the road.
0: Well, I got some good news for you. I got extra blue cheese from Jets from last week. But it's just, you know, one of the generic restaurant ones. Right. But I'll get you some Jets. Good Detroit style. All corners. I don't even know how they do that. I went with the eight
1: corners. Does somebody can, is, is there somebody that's ordering all middles? Is that like the other option? I don't know. It's a good question. How do you order all corners? I guess it could be just like a a smaller, slight a smaller pie that they. It's all. It's got a lot of corners on it.
0: What is the science behind the all corners?
1: Yeah, I like it though. It's probably just a smaller pie. And right? that
0: turbo crust.
1: There's and there's no middle. turbo Is that what they call it? turbo crust?
0: Well, I got us the turbo crust.
1: Right. I think it was delicious. Delicious pizza coming from New York had had a bunch of pizza in New York. Definitely a, a different style.
0: Sure. I'm a, a fan. A
1: Pramonti brothers on the way out here, somewhere outside of Pittsburgh.
0: So you you are, I'm going to say about an hour or two away from a full fledged heart attack.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I have I have serious heart condition happening here for sure. Yeah. Although uh, I take my blood pressure regularly and it's it's fine. It's good. It's low.
0: I got really really stoned last night.
1: Yeah, you did. And then and then we made you watch the Bachelorette finale. And you I see you stoned coming in on the last episode saw everything I saw. I was like, Andy, I think this guy's creepy. And you're like, This guy's so creepy.
0: Well, let's let's just clarify what happened. Yeah. Your girlfriend yeah. forced an edible down my throat. Physically. No exaggeration. Yeah, physically. She drugged you. We were taking a selfie. Yeah. And out of nowhere. She went. Her, she
1: went full dental assistant. Just, shoves just her fingers, fingers in your mouth. In
0: my mouth, with a gummy. And at that point, she
1: doesn't. She doesn't even shove her fingers in my mouth when I ask for it. Yeah. But no, you. It's take that. It was like feeding a dog his medicine. Yes. It's like I'm gonna put it in your mouth. I'm gonna hold your snout until you can do nothing but swallow. I'm
0: not spitting out. Not that I'm against doing an edible, but you'd
1: like you'd like to you'd like to make that decision on your own.
0: I'd like to know when I'm about to engage in an edible because i'm a lightweight and the irony was i got so stoned i could not stop laughing as you know you've seen me many times yes
1: giggly andy the
0: laughing fits are out of control
1: anal andy's been known to get giggly (laughs) yeah
0: i apparently got the nickname anal andy now from last night and she was not happy
1: no she was not happy that you were giggling your way through the bachelorette which was absurd yeah some creepy guy, like the biggest creep in the whole show. Definitely, he's got, he's, he looks at people like this. He looks at people like the, the that one still from, uh, from uh, Full Metal Jacket.
0: Yeah, hello, Joker.
1: He looks at people like that. He got engaged, and we we just couldn't handle it.
0: Yeah, not to mention. I had never wa- and and you couldn't believe like I had never watched a single episode. I knew nothing about the You're Bachelor. Like, What's with
1: the roses? Yeah, I'm like oh, that's basically the whole basis for the show.
0: I didn't know anything about the Bachelor, the Bachelorette. I'm never gonna watch it again. My mom used to watch it. I didn't even know who the host was. I said, "Who's the white guy?"
1: Yeah, I didn't know any of this till I started watching it recently. Although I am a big Chris Harrison fan. Although I had been calling him Chris Hansen for a while, which is the guy from the to Catch line. a Predator. Yeah, to catch a predator. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You don't want to confuse those. No,
1: although if you swap them, that'd be pretty fun too. You know, if you had Chris Hansen on The Bachelor, he's just like, "What did you think was going to happen here at the rose ceremony? You show up with a bunch of roses. What did you think was going to happen here?" And also Chris Harrison on To Catch a Predator, who would be, "What's going through your mind right now? Just tell me uh, where where you're at." And he's like, "Well, I came here to meet a 13 year old, and maybe may or maybe not, uh, you know, have." consensual sex with a minor okay and how are you feeling about that how's it going yeah <laughs> swapping that would be pretty great
0: well you can't force an edible down me and not expect me to act a fool on the yeah. bachelorette yeah lessons were learned and to be honest that was what that was one of, i haven't laughed that much there, there was there was points of last night where you know, you just zone out and black out. I called.
1: Out. I called the one guy the Joker, and then he showed up on, for his engagement in a literally a purple suit, and you couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle. You're it. Like he's wearing
0: a purple suit.
1: You want to know where I got this ring?
0: It felt at one moment that I had laughed for five straight minutes.
1: Got a and good like ab workout.
0: Like I could not control myself.
1: But you know, Andy, this is a good segue into. The our conversation about the NBA because it was very interesting. We did have on Lakers, uh, Clippers, Clippers. We were we were into the third quarter. We were like mid mid third quarter, and my girlfriend's pushing hard for the bachelorette. And you said this. You you're like put it on. You're like it's just too early for basketball. It's just here too soon. Which I I agree with you. It does it does feel too soon for the NBA to be starting again, even though it's starting later than. It's ever started.
0: Yeah, I mean, I said it to you last night. It seemed like it was a couple of weeks ago. I was at your apartment watching the finals,
1: and and they said during the game while we were watching, it had been less. I I think it 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 has been seventy five days since the Lakers were crowned champions. That's it. So less than three months. Two yeah. and a half months. Two and a half months. It's so not enough time. Not yeah. enough time for a reset.
0: Well, especially you're in the thick of the NFL season.
1: Now you told me a great uh fact, a rug nug that you heard last night. Um and that was that the bets that have been taken on the Lakers to win the championship outnumber or more money uh than all the than the bets on all other 29 teams to win the championship.
0: Correct. So the amount of money put on the Lakers to win is greater than the amount of money put on the other twenty nine teams combined. Now that's wild.
1: I think I think making any sort of uh, judgment based on a game we watched less than three full quarters of and switched out of to watch the bachelorette that the Lakers were down, you know, thirty early, came back. It was a close game. Eventually, end up losing to their crosstown, cross building rivals, the Clippers is ridiculous. It would be ridiculous to make any statements based on that game and I don't think anybody will. But um do you feel that the combination of championship hangover and only 75 days to start the season will have any effect on the Lakers? It
0: could be good or bad. The short turnaround I think is good in a way cuz you say we're just we're just continue playing ball. Uh bad obviously LeBron's older, they're going to have to manage his minutes. That Vegas stat of the bets to me is the scary one. Yeah. If that many people are betting on the Lakers to win, you'd say they're not going to win cuz everybody thinks they're going to win.
1: Right. Repeating is really hard. No one's no one's repeated since the Heat. Is it? I mean the the uh the Warriors repeated. Oh yeah, yeah. sorry. Forgot yeah. about that. Um but uh, obviously, in a way, it's like getting LeBron back out there. It's not like LeBron's taking days off, right? So better, I guess, for him to get back out there than him to get out there even later. Um, I have, I think, my prediction is Lakers. The and my only problem with this prediction is I don't know who it will be, but I could see it being another team. But I don't think the Lakers get the one seed. No, but I still, but I think they win the championship. Yeah.
0: I, regular season is not going to matter as much. It, if,
1: it feels like this has this Lakers team with Marcus Saul, with, Marc Gasol, with uh, Montrez, with LeBron, with these guys. It feels like a team, and, and I bring those guys up. Marcus older, but a vet. Montrez, a vet, not older, but certainly like a lumbering big man. Um, It feels like a a Phil Jackson, Shaq, Lakers team, let's cruise control. All we got to do is make the playoffs. Who cares where we're playing, especially if there's potentially no fans still or certainly not full stadiums full of fans. Like, what does home court matter? I mean, the Lakers obviously dominated the bubble. So does it matter? Does it matter if the Lakers are a six seed? Does it matter if the Lakers are an eight seed? No. No. Is like it, it, it is even having home court at for 1 second something that they should be thinking about.
0: I don't think it matters. I agree. You know, on paper I'd put them as the best team because they have the experience. They have the talent. There it is again.
1: There it is. This is a this is an interesting thing and maybe we can get we, we do have a large fan base, maybe somebody can give us an answer. Your TV, your Samsung,
0: is it? It's a Samsung.
1: QLED smart TV on occasion will respond to some sort of voice command that you don't even know that you're doing. And it just did that. We were just talking Lakers, and it just blinked like it was getting ready to hear us. It's like a, a Hey Siri or a Hey Alexa. There's some sort of word that triggers your television to listen to you. I read on on Google that maybe it was Bixby, but that doesn't seem to be doing it. Yesterday, last night, while we were watching The Bachelor, there was some sort of triggering Tasha, five minutes with Tasha, or whatever was triggering it. We kept replaying it. Within it five
0: minutes of meeting Tasha.
1: Does not work today. So if anybody knows what the keyword that makes a Samsung QLED start listening to you, that'd be great.
0: But what's even crazier is we were saying maybe the spirit of my mom is channeled through the Samsung TV to mess with me.
1: Do you remember? I I believe the movie was called Maximum Overdrive. Do you remember Maximum Overdrive? No. I believe I could be wrong, but I believe that was the name of a horror movie in the 80s. Yeah. Where uh things that were electronic based came alive. It was like pre like terminator like the robot pre like ai's taking over it was like soda machines were like killing people by firing cans at them i need to like, watch this
0: yeah and it, I, I need to eat another edible and watch this i think you should i mean there there is you know i hang out with my brother greg a lot and there, we say this there are so many bad good movies out there and that's kind of turned into a thing of ours is he'll have a few drinks. I'll eat an edible, like this movie, where you can just laugh all night. It's it's there's so much shit out there. Oh yeah, you know there's a new Crocodile Dundee.
1: I didn't know that. I know I knew that they had they had teased one with a fake Super Bowl commercial for a new Crocodile Dundee, and then it wasn't real. But now it is real. Do You know who's in it? Uh, Paul Hogan. Yeah, but bro, the cast is wild. There's a lot of Australians.
0: Olivia Newton-John. Okay. Lover. Let's get physical. John Cleese. Okay. Chevy Chase. Great. Like, uh, the guy- They
1: literally went, like, when did the last Crocodile Dundee come out? And they were like, okay, who were the biggest stars in the world at that time? And they were like, Let's Get Physical was number one. Fletch was number one at the box office.
0: Money Python. Money Python was huge. Um, With new songs by Duran Duran. Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. Who is known to most people as uh, Seinfeld's neighbor. Right. Newman. Newman. Yep. That's like a free movie on the Samsung TV. I saw it and I go, oh, this is a good one to get baked to.
1: My girlfriend likes watching terrible Netflix Christmas movies. I think the Netflix... I think Netflix figured out that around the holidays people will just watch it. People will watch anything with holiday in the title. Yeah, they do. So they I I'm pretty sure Netflix was like, "Should we make like a 10 million dollar like holiday movie?" And some guy, some f- f- like some stoner that like works the algorithm or like nerd was like, um, actually, instead of making one 10 million dollar holiday movie, you should make 100 100,000 dollar holiday movies." And they are yeah. like, brilliant, they'll watch all of them. And I mean, we have watched some of the worst yeah. Christmas movies I've ever seen. That's awesome. A New York Christmas wedding, which was somehow who, about... Who's in that? The only person you've ever heard of is Chris Noth from Sex and the City. And he plays a priest who comes around on gay marriage during it. It was awful. It's kind of about abortion. It's kind of about gay marriage. It's kind of about... uh lesbians it's kind of about christmas it's kind of about new york it's very weird um we also watched the holiday date i think andy would like that one although that one was a little bit bigger budget
0: well what's the big one that we're talking about the one on hulu that Kristen stewart introduces her conservative parents to her girlfriend
1: oh no idea but sounds really bad
0: but that one sounds that's like a normal and there's
1: like there's no joke if you search netflix There's like 10 holiday movies that are about a country star returning to their hometown and falling in love with like the farm girl, the farmer's daughter, which I'm starting to think that sometime in like the late 90s, a major country star did move back to their hometown and fall in love with the farmer's daughter. And like 25 people in that town wrote a movie about it.
0: So this is the new Crocodile Dundee. It's called. He doesn't
1: even have a fucking hat on. It's
0: called The Very Excellent Mr. Dundee.
1: It must be like a, I feel like they must have skirted, like it must not be a Crocodile Dundee movie, right? Is the same girl still in it? Is the girl back?
0: It says, Paul Hogan is reluctantly thrust back into the spotlight as he desperately attempts to restore his sullied reputation on the eve of being knighted. What?
1: Okay, so it's not even... So it's about Paul Hogan. It's kind of kind of amazing.
0: Four point eight stars in IMDB. That's not a knife. This is a knife. It came out December eleventh <gasps> this year. Bro, we're in the like like if you're Tug Coker, let's let's bring it to Tug. If like,
1: if if Paul Hogan was right now here and he asked me what I needed, do you know what I'd tell him? Coffee, mate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like if you're Tug Coker. All he should do is try to be in Christmas movies. Yeah, like they, because he's got the good looks and the charm, and also the nice guy. Like he could play the cool sidekick yeah. or the cool best friend or the nice brother in every single one of these movies. Yeah.
1: A very Coker Christmas.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think that's where it's at. Yeah, he,
1: he. We also have seen him play the rapist, so we know he could play the bad guy in a Christmas movie. Yeah, he could play like the Bradley Cooper and Wedding Crashers. Sure. It's like, you know what we do in Virginia on Christmas? Christmas cookies and eggnog. That's what Christmas in Virginia is about.
0: <laughs> the Nets played last night. I'm sorry. The Nets still? Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah. Brooklyn l- Nets. L- I'm losing my mind.
1: No, it is crazy that they didn't change their name, but they did. They are still the Brooklyn Nets.
0: Now, they looked really good. It's they one did. One game. Yeah. Warriors are obviously without Clay again. Yep. Where do you look the Nets to go in that?
1: Well, I think I think the Nets. Uh, the the question mark with the Nets is obviously Kevin Durant's going to make every team. I I wouldn't say automatically a contender, but Kevin Durant and Friends is going to yeah. win fifty games. You know, and that means literally the cast from Friends. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not in a shortened season. <laughs> Yeah, Phoebe to Joey, swing pass to Chandler. <laughs> Chandler, could I be more open? Over to Monica at the top of the key. Uses her fat kid uh, high school body to back down a kick out to Durant for three, and it's good. Ross, pivot! <laughs> um, Yeah, the, uh, the Nets, like anybody in Kevin Durant, I think maybe not in a shortened season, but in a regular year, is like a 50-win team. Uh, I think it's all about the blending of Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Obviously, we have a first-time head coach in Steve Nash. He he is, he does have a little Obi Wan Anakin thing going with Mike D'Antoni sitting down the bench from him. So we got that going on. Um, but essentially, still a first first-time head coach. Yeah. Um, I think that the Nets are going to be a quality regular season team. I think that there's going to be moments during the year where we say the Nets are. Contenders, and there's going to be times during the year where we say the Nets are broken. Kyrie, what's going on with Kyrie? They've lost three straight. Blah blah blah. They've gotten blown out. I think they're going to have their ups and their downs. But you know the the question with the Nets is if they can play at the level they've played the last few years without Durant and Kyrie. Add these guys, they for sure could be contenders in the East. And then it comes down to when they make the playoffs. How how do they? you know, how do they handle the Kyrie-KD thing in the playoffs? Because the, the course of the year is going to be a lot of figuring that out, ironing that out, coming up with their game plan. But it's really going to be about who's the alpha. It's obviously KD. And, you know, this is hard forcing his way there, blah, 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 blah. But I, I think I, I predict the Nets are a three seed in the East.
0: Well, you asked me last night, like, what percentage, after I said the Laker thing, With that many people putting money on them. You said, what percentage are you putting on the Lakers if you have money?
1: I didn't even ask you that. She asked you that. Okay. She was like, if you had money to sprinkle around.
0: And I went high.
1: She's a, a, a former croupier.
0: I don't even know what that is. It's the person who runs a roulette wheel. Okay. It's like a roulette dealer. I went high. I said 85 to 90 in the Lakers. This wasn't about making money. It was about basically, hey, who do I think...
1: Another 15% you're saying you're scattering on...
0: A few different teams. Maybe five each on three different teams.
1: The Nets being one of those teams?
0: Maybe. I'm still hesitant on Milwaukee. Rightfully so. I'm obviously... I'm hesitant on the Clippers. Yep. I'd I'd be more willing to say the Nets, more willing to say even a Miami...
1: Where do you Dallas? Yeah, I was gonna say. Where do you think a Dallas plays in? Where do you think a Nuggets getting older playing in? I mean, the Nuggets were right there last year.
0: They were. I want to see. I think the
1: Celtics, the Raptors, still not enough firepower. Yeah. My Knicks, you put one or two on my Knicks. They're gonna be bad.
0: You guys are always bad.
1: We're gonna be bad. But you know, it'll be interesting to see if 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 there's a building of the young the young let the kids play. Let the kids play. I'm really worried about Tibbs doing some hard ass coach shit. I need to let the kids play.
0: It's gonna be interesting at these empty stadiums. Because we haven't seen it yet for NBA. Well,
1: not all the stadiums are going to be fully empty. I don't know if you know, but um, the Houston Rockets are planning to have the most fans at their game. I believe 6,500 fans in an arena. I mean, what what does the Rockets arena hold? 15,000? Probably 20,000. Yeah, so you're looking at a a quarter to a third of your stadium full. Um, They're going with the most fans. Oh, uh, in unrelated news. Uh, John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins will be missing their opener tonight because of uh, contact tracing. They've been involved with somebody with COVID, so they'll be missing the game. (laughs) Yeah, I just like to me, when you talk about these fans and, and listen, I think everybody wants to get back to regular life. There's no one that doesn't. I know, you know, there's. Uh, plenty of podcasts and hosts and people out there who are like, no, they want you locked away and they're going to give you the vaccine with AIDS and all that. But uh, I think everybody wants to get back to regular life. But the idea that like does 6,500 fans in a 20,000 fan stadium, when you then need somebody to take tickets and sell food and all that, do you, is that, does that even make you money or does that cost you more money than it makes you?
0: Well, I'm just, I'm assuming it would make you money. They wouldn't do it if it wasn't cost-effective. But I think, and I've thought this with the NFL, I know it's state-by-state, state, but I don't think it's fair. I, I, I think when it comes to these requirements or as far as protocol, you need to have one universal rule. If one team can have fans and one team can't... It's very I, weird. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. The NFL can do what they want. The NBA can do what they want. This has nothing to do with the governors. So if the NFL, which which says and it shows, like everything in life, it all comes back to money. If they can make an extra few bucks, they don't care. Right. I mean,
1: we were watching the Lakers game last night, and there's, it's weird watching with no fans. But at the same time, we were both commenting on, the angle they got from that one camera that's sliding up that, like that can only be there because there's no fans. It's like I think that all of the leagues are doing a great job. I, I think baseball probably the worst and not their fault, but um, I just think it's like the weirdest one to watch in an empty stadium. But the NFL has done a great job without fans, in my opinion. Like when you're watching the game and that, and that's a testament to like kind of the way it's always been shot for television. You don't even notice. Yeah, there's no fans.
0: They, they've been great with it.
1: And um, we we talked yesterday about how a lack of fans will affect the playoffs. Obviously, there's not going to be a home field advantage. Only one team getting a bye. But like we obviously we we've also been talking about how important quarterback play is. But like to have a great quarterback going into the playoffs and not have to worry about their line calls getting washed out by fan noise like it's a great equalizer.
0: Yeah. It is. We got to talk about our outfits. Oh yeah. Now I I'm we- wearing a a shirt that I got for my birthday from my nephew and his his twin sister has this. They're 9 years old. It says "May your Christmas be meowy and bright and the best part is that it plays this on my sweater how annoying can that be yeah imagine like the young kids like the three-year-olds in my family love can i push the button over and (laughs) over and
1: over again. And I'm wearing my Miller Lite Christmas sweater and my uh, Miller Lite snow hat that I got as a gift. And the best part about this is uh, it plays this if you press the press this button down here, this light thing. The original light beer. The original light beer. The original light beer.
0: It's crazy. That guy sounded just like you.
1: I mean, they did a- they did use my vo- they did ask to use my voice for yeah. their audio holiday sweater. But uh yeah, we're getting, we're in the Christmas spirit, and uh got in. you had a couple Miller lights, yeah, with
0: your pizza. Well,
1: you know, we drove ten and a half hours yeah from from New York, and uh it was me and my girlfriend in, in a in a minivan full of her stuff, so obviously being that it was her stuff that was traveling, she did the majority of the driving. Uh, just kidding. I drove all 10 and a half hours. She did yeah. not, she did not sit. She didn't even sit behind the wheel to see what it would feel like. Unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right. I mean, I can, it was I can like, one up you though. It was like, I can't drive during the night. I can't drive if it's snowing. She was like, I can't drive if it's uh winter, like yeah. just, just generally winter. And I was like, that kind of rules out the whole day. So then when we got here, I was like, you know what? And I, and I, I actually started thinking about it about 90 minutes out. I was like, should I text Andy and see if he has Miller Lite? To see? Do I have to stop at like a Pilot or wherever you buy beer in Ohio? I have to stop at a truck stop for beer? I was like, because I need a cold, crisp Miller Lite when I arrive. Yeah. And I got it, and you had pizza almost just within minutes after. Detroit-style pizza and a Miller Lite. I felt very American. That's the most patriotic
0: I've felt in years. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to take care of you. Look, the holidays are here. We're hanging out. Friends reunited over a nice, cold Miller Lite Pilsner. And uh, Miller Lite's been doing a lot of great things. They're even saying goodbye to the holiday party, Joe. The work awkward holiday party is gone. They're teaming up with the visual artist Alex Prager for a full exhibit called Farewell to Work Holiday Parties. Because nothing says farewell to an old tradition like seeing it in the museum. And to celebrate all this extra Miller time, like we're doing with our real friends this season, whether it's virtual or not, get great tasting, less filling Miller Lite by going directly to MillerLite.com forward slash dirty sports and find the delivery options near you. Tis Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs. Per twelve ounces, tis the
1: season to be Pilsnery. That's right.
0: Look at the set we have here. Now it was I a make, love it. It was a makeshift set. I did one of the four hundred throw pillows that my mother has had over the years. This one's great for us. Love, says, joy, peace.
1: I like. What what percent chances are there that? J.R. Smith has love, joy, peace tattooed somewhere on his body. (laughs) It seems like something uh, J.R. Smith would have tattooed on his neck.
0: You could almost play a game NBA player or basic white girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like a basic white girl would have love, joy, and peace tattooed.
1: NBA player tattoo or basic white girl throw pillow.
0: Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Would there be enough? I think there would. What's the most basic tattoo you see now in a girl? Give me location. The most basic tattoo? Because like when we were growing up it was a tramp stamp, it's moved. Yeah. It's the wrist.
1: Wrist for sure is the most is the modern one. And I think A pre- small wrist one. I think pre tramp stamp it was ankle. Yeah. Ankle. And then it moved up to it's just moving up. Eventually it's gonna be on the neck. Oh, the side yeah, the side hip. The side buttock. Yeah, the side. Oh, the down, side. Down the flank too. Yeah, my sister's got a flank tattoo. We're all very ashamed of it.
0: Very. You got some trash tattoos too. Uh, hers is like massive, She's,
1: and I'm like, I'm like, who are
0: you? Yeah. Who
1: are you? What are you about? You're a mom now. Yeah,
0: but the, <laughs> the tramp stamp is by far the worst. Yeah. Like like the side or the wrist or whatever. Like nothing compares. Like, I dated a girl for a minute. She was very cute. And then she was so embarrassed, like, when we hooked up. And I was like, yeah, it's just, it's all she had was one tramp stamp. And you think, oh, you got to get that removed. Well, it was
1: like the, remember, the, the tramp stamps were hot with like the low rise jeans. It was like low rise jeans. But if and you a got the stamp. bikini,
0: it looked so bad. Yeah.
1: You know, who the be- who has a great bit about it is Nick Cobb. Because Nick Cobb has a tramp stamp. I know. It's so funny. How's
0: Nick Cobb these days? I don't know. Former Dirty Sports guest of about.
1: Did five he do the show? Years.
0: He did the show like five years ago. Really, I don't even remember that. Back with Sideshow. Wow. A Ruther never forgets.
1: I love Nick Cobb. Great comedian. Yeah, he's like funny a dude. Underrated comedian. Uh, if you ever see Nick Cobb come to your town, as far as I know, I haven't talked to Nick in a long time. Uh, the I I actually talked to him early in the pandemic. Because he tweeted out of nowhere in like April or something, like during the original lockdown, he's like, he's like, I don't know why, but I feel like at Fix Your Life is the person that is least bothered by the pandemic. And I was like, you are one hundred percent right. I don't care. I'm golfing. I'm chilling. Like it is not an issue. And he's like, I just somehow knew you would you'd be unbothered by this. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, as far as a guy goes, like, not really affecting my life all that much. Obviously shut down me doing stand-up comedy, but it's like, eh, You know, there's so many of these people who are like, stand-up, I must do stand-up comedy. I'm like, I'll do it when it, when clubs reopen.
0: Yeah, it really hasn't affected us that much. It Like, I went through my streak where I got angry and tried to evade the law running.
1: Yes. you were. You went full Karen at one point.
0: I went full Karen. You're like, you will not tell me where I can run. This is America. Stop trying to curb my freedoms. Well, I was more annoyed that they had a farmer's market going on right next to right. where you couldn't run.
1: You went full Michael Rapaport.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Like, dude, there's a farmer's market in this parking lot, and I can't run here. I don't enforce the rules. Well, dude, you do. You don't make the rules. Right. There's a difference. Okay, he's. I looked at his Twitter the other day. Who rap? He's calling everybody out. Yeah, he's a lunatic. There's actually no
1: no rhyme or reason anymore to what he's like. I don't know. I've never. I've never. I like rap. Rap. I'm a fan for sure. I mean, I feel like I was. Er, I was in early on rap. But remember me being like, I was like, he started podcasting. He's like four episodes in this podcast. He just curses the whole time, and I love it. And I remember uh,
0: us listening to him.
1: Yeah. And I'm a fan. I, I just feel like he does what he does and he's he's done this with some of his sports takes too. He just goes like, This is my take on it. And then as things like progress, he's just like, nah, I'm a ride or die with that take. But like like he's still I'm sure he tweeted some anti LeBron shit last night while he was like losing to the Clippers, like, ah, oh, here he is, choking again. It's like, I don't know how long you're gonna keep this going. He's literally the defending finals MVP. But like He's, like, anti-everything, but, like, super pro-cop, but, like, super pro-everybody, like, staying at home, but also, like, anti—like, I just think he's a little bit all over the place, but I'm sure it's all highly entertaining.
0: Well, I just—we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Like, people don't know—you talked about yourself, and I put myself in the same uh, mindset, like, where we can just handle it. I seriously think people struggle with not being able to go out. Yeah. And since I was a loser and didn't go out before, I'm like, okay, cool.
1: Meanwhile, I was out all the time. You know, like I'm a going out kind of guy, and it's just like, it is what it is. You know, like I don't need to go to a bar. Yeah. I like to go to bars. Sure. But it's like, I also like to drink Miller Lite at home. And you know what? I don't even feel bad about that anymore. Yeah. You know, there's this sense of like drinking at home by yourself while you're like, oh, is this weird? Is it lonely? Is it whatever? Now I'm like Miller lights at home.
0: I've never been happier. Yeah. It's the kids who I feel bad for. Sure. No, it is because it's the kids who they like being around their peers at school. That's that's the toughest part the kids are your nieces and nephews in school my niece
1: and nephew are mostly in school
0: uh it's mixed a bunch of teachers got it at where i coached that's on pause coaching basketball's on pause um so it's more of too many teachers have it uh it's it's basically mixed i don't know dude well the vaccine's out we should be good and in- yeah. Everyone's an expert. Nine months. I just, I'm just excited to have 600 extra dollars because that is so much money, so much money.
1: I'm actually like, I have a plan uh, to how to make make even more money, uh, which is um, I'm going to get my 600. Which, yes, I mean the sarcasm of that's a lot of money. But I'm also, I think I might fire this tweet off today, right around the holidays, is as this, you know, is getting passed. I know there's a lot of. Um, people who are vehemently anti-socialism in America, so I'm going to offer to collect all of their $600 for them so that they can continue to be a patriot. You know free money, I'll take it for you so that you can continue to be an American flag-waving patriot. I'll be socialist for everybody. Hand over your free government checks to me. Well, to
0: be fair, they were shut down.
1: Right. Oh, I know. And they had a problem with it because they don't like the government to tell them what to do. And so, therefore, when they get their government handout, they can hand it back to me and I'll be socialist for everybody. So, I was doing the math yesterday. So, if you are uh, one of the people that's been angry at me in the past and came at me with your American flag bio, and you tell, you know, if you're one of those people who believes the Cleveland Indians should not only be the Cleveland Indians, they should be like the Cleveland dead Indians or something like that. And, you know, Colin Kaepernick should be in Guantanamo. Send me your $600 stimulus bill. I will stimulus check. I will be socialist for all of you. I did the math.
0: If every member of Congress, every single member, Congress, the Senate, got paid $600 next year and gave up their six figure salary to the American people, I mean, it's not an insane amount of money, but. I mean the whole thing. It's
1: yeah, it's it's ludicrous. But like the, even this bill, have you seen the things that are in this bill? How much money are going to other countries? How much money even is going to weapons? How much? It's like let's just let's just all get on the same page here and go. This has nothing to do with COVID. The idea that COVID is in the title of this bill is f- offensive.
0: Yeah, it's tough, man. It's, it's ridiculous. It's it's tough to see that stuff and say. I'll just say it. Why vote? it's republicans it's democrats it's it's a you it's a bill that went across like you see that bill when you say a lot's going to bad a lot's going to unrelated non-american funds or countries or programs and then each american gets 600 it's really tough to say how can you choose a side hence my idea and my tweet Of us putting all our money into hiring vigilantes to round up and kidnap every member of Congress and drop them off on a remote desert island.
1: Well, I don't know how many of our thousands of listeners are FBI, but (laughs) we're canceled. Andy, (laughs) I think that's I think what you just did is I think what you just suggested is being a traitor to the United States. (laughs) Kidnapping politicians. It's a joke. No, I know. Allegedly. Allegedly, unless we have any, unless we have any crossover fans of Joe Rogan or Tim Dillon or any of those people, then we're definitely not joking. What do you mean? All those guys now are like, it's why well, it's a joke. Kill the, you know, kill the governor.
0: Just kidding. I'm moving to Texas. Well, I think par- I think parody law. Does it should protect in a lot of circumstances? Yeah, you got to see this. We new just have to
1: sing it into a song, you know. That's a you had to parody.
0: You got, and I'll show you afterwards. You got to see this new thing that Matt Stone and Trey Parker from South Park are doing. Like using Donald Trump's face, which looks just like, like deep fakes, kind of like. I don't want to give any teasers, spoilers to what we just watched last right. night.
1: But they, there was a deep fake on The Mandalorian,
0: very similar to that, very similar to that. <laughs> is doing
1: no spoilers.
0: Well, we're not going to say you were sleeping. Well. Yeah.
1: And, sh- and you wouldn't know anyway. You wouldn't even know who they were deep faking. So it's fine. It w- Baby Yoda's
0: fine. <laughs> I'm just mad I didn't get to do sitting by the fireplace last night.
1: Like You're, you're upset you didn't get to do a bachelorette recap?
0: I wasn't even an option. Yeah. It was an option. No. She vetoed no. it. She vetoed it. That's I said what I'm I said you could That's sit in. I'm for, she you did. could sit in
1: for me. She, she vetoed it.
0: She vetoed it. She did veto it. That I could Force sit fed in for you an
1: edible, then didn't let you do a recap.
0: Yeah. It's unbelievable. Criminal, really. Yeah, it should be locked up with the politicians on a remote Desert <laughs> Island. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't know about that. Governor what do you what do you think about my basement, Pran? What do you think about the situation down here? The, the setup.
1: I, I like it. I like it. I, I had to put a uh, I had to put a wreath back here. We need to do something with this wall. You know, I think uh, why why don't you have a collection of jer- like where is your where's your jersey collection? Where's your Ray guy? Where is it? Like why isn't this kind of full man cave down here?
0: Because I'm going to convert. Why don't
1: we have a Chris Sabo jersey on the wall? The
0: room you're sleeping in will be the, the podcast, podcast studio. studio. I just gotta get rid of everything.
1: This is a good, this is a good room for those little box that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't, I'm just saying it's like a bigger, you could mount these lights to the walls, not even have to set these up every time, just flick of a switch.
0: I will never leave my house then. It's
1: great. You're not, Legally, you're not allowed to, so it's good.
0: I got Galaga. I got that,
1: that. That could be a an HGD, HGTV show or like a DIY network show, like lockdown improvement. How to make your house so dope you don't want to leave. Which is good because you'll be shot on site if you do leave.
0: I like it. Yeah,
1: we'll start with like the lowest people on the vaccine totem pole, which by the way I think is us. Oh yeah we're like oh yeah we're we're not young enough to get it we're not old enough to get it we're straight white males our jobs couldn't be less essential i yeah. think i when when i googled it it said you're in group 9000 yeah like i think foreigners will get it from america before us did something just move in that wreath do you have something living in that wreath it's like a rodent in there it just kind of shook Maybe it just started sliding down. Yo,
0: it's my mom again, bro. She's messing with us.
1: This is this is also
0: a, a reality show. Haunted by mom. Although we've discussed. Mom hunters. We, we think my dad might have also reincarnated into being a squirrel. Because the squirrel always hangs out by his old Honda Accord. What, what squirrel hangs out by a car? And, like, goes up in the wheel. Walt squirrels. That's right. (laughs) I'm smoking too much weed, fam. This is what's going on now. now. I'm
1: not saying the move back to Ohio has been bad for you, but you have convinced yourself that your father is a squirrel living in the Honda Accord in your driveway.
0: I'm just saying. Another movie. Let's write it.
1: Let's do. uh, And that squirrel marries. Your mom who's inside the TV in a very Cincinnati lockdown Christmas. <laughs> it's only slightly weirder than a, a New York Christmas wedding was.
0: Is it on Netflix? Where an
1: aborted baby is a guardian angel.
0: That's the premise? It's like
1: I don't know if the baby was aborted or died. That doesn't yeah. sound
0: too uplifting.
1: And the uh, the guardian angel that is an abort maybe aborted baby is also like a flaming gay Puerto Rican guy. <laughs> He's like, I'm your guardian angel, but I'm also an angel because I died as a baby because they aborted me. And you're like, what is this?
0: I got to watch this. It's wild. Maybe I'll watch this tonight.
1: And then I was like, I need to know who the who wrote and directed this movie. And the writer-director is in it as a bit part for like three minutes. And I'm like, dude, like you wrote a movie for yourself to be in, and you wrote it about a like lesbian guardian angel, like whatever. you. And you wrote one part for a straight dude in it? Wrong. I don't know if he's straight, but yeah, wild.
0: I gotta check it out.
1: I think the guy, the guy who wrote it and directed, it must be loosely friends with Chris Noth or something because Chris Noth is in it and an executive producer. So I was like, hey, if you give us a couple hundred thousand dollars to make this movie, I'll put you in it. You can get back in the game, dude. Tug Coker, I'm telling you, can we write a Christmas movie for Tug Coker? Can we write? Let's write a Christmas movie for Tug Coker. I think it'd be really easy.
0: Oh yeah. He's perfect, man. I'm telling you. Let's do our week 16 NFL picks, Joe. Let's do it. As as always, our friends at Game Theory Picks sponsor this next segment of the show where you can get profitable sports betting advice at an affordable price. They offer weekly, monthly, and yearly subscriptions. If you had been a $50 per better since sports came back, you're up over $1,900. Game Theory is making it easier than ever to join their team. Dirtballs, while you're sitting around with your family during these holidays, go to GameTheoryPicks.com and use promo code DIRTY to get 20% off your first month of Game Theory Picks. Go ahead, do that now. Make the smart move. They'll get get you covered. NFL, regular season, postseason, college football, Bulls, playoffs, college basketball, NBA is here, NHL is coming back. Game Theory Picks will take care of you, so use that promo code Dirty and get twenty percent off. Okay, so we got a fun slate this week, Joe. We Andy, have. Before we go into this fun slate, go for it.
1: I want to ask you, first of all, how how are how much are you enjoying being back on the couch together? Oh my God, isn't it? Isn't, I mean the boys are back in town. The zooms are fun. They're fine. The, the they boys do the are
0: back in town.
1: I was I've just been thinking about how much I've been enjoying this, and I have. I think we should do something, even if lockdown continues. I think we should do at least quarterly – we used to call them dirtball meetups. I think it should be dirty sports host meetups. It should just be like, dude, I'll meet you in Phoenix. We'll get a hotel for a couple days. We'll record – you know, we get a hotel on on Monday. We'll record a Monday podcast. Stay till Thursday. you You know, do some hiking. Yeah. Do some golfing. Do whatever. We'll go somewhere else. Once a quarter, we should meet up somewhere. And just record a couple live podcasts.
0: Yeah, so that's once every four months. Yeah,
1: once every three, four months. Three, four months. Yeah. I think spring training, if spring training, it doesn't seem like spring training this year with fans is going to be a reasonable thing. But like in the future, if you're here, you know, spring 2022. Yeah. God,
0: I'd love to do spring training. I'd love to do Vegas again. It's just all these things, man. I don't think they're happening. I know. Stuff. But we
1: can go places, places that have outdoor things.
0: They need to remake the Jamie Foxx song "Blame It on the Alcohol," but somehow with COVID, <laughs> it's it's not as easy to do. Yeah, you know, it's not going to sound as good. What what yeah. other word besides COVID could you use? Co- corona. Uh,
1: yeah, we, I mean, I mean, if it was like a Trump thing, it could be like "Blame It on the China." Playing on the woo 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 woo
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean it's ruining everything. We do have some good games though, starting Christmas Day. So we're gonna have one Christmas day, three we have the- one, we have
1: Christmas. So Christmas is Friday, correct? Yeah, two okay. days from now. So Friday, we have a Christmas Day game. It's it's I'm surprised that uh I'm not that the NFL is doing Christmas cuz NBA is Christmas day. But I guess once you get that close to the weekend it's like we're going to do it. Fuck you. Cuz the NFL knows they're the king and they'll they'll just rub their shit on people. They'll piss on everybody's Oh yeah. They're going to fire hydrants.
0: They're going to take all the views. 4:30 Eastern game, a rematch of last year's playoffs. Same location in New Orleans. The Saints are 7 point favorites against the Vikings. Can Kirk Cousins do it
1: again? I say no. They looked pretty bad last week, uh, against the Bears. There's the very uh viral clip going around of Jefferson screaming at Kirk Cousins. Dropping F bombs. Dropping F bombs. Uh because he knows he doesn't want to you know, he he's he's made a strong I know you were I know you and I'm I'm sure that you're not backing down on it. Because Herbert's been so good. But you've got a lot of people, a lot of the Vikings fans in the dirty sports uh, realm chirping at you about Jefferson's Rookie of the Year potential. I agree with you. I think uh, Herbert, he he's obviously jumped Burrow in votes at this point with Burrow going out. But Herbert's just been so good. There's just absolutely no chance that he doesn't win at this point. Um, but uh, he, he's, he's got to be sad at a potential Future with Kirk Cousins. Um, and I just think the Saints didn't look fantastic last week. Uh, obviously, you you can play very well and still lose to the Chiefs. They didn't look amazing. Breeze looked very rusty. But I think they sorted out playing at home, indoors, against a non-playoff team. I think they
0: win and cover. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say they win and cover. You know what? Actually, I'll take that back. I say they win, they don't cover. Okay. Seven's a lot for me, so I'll go with the Vikes. The Bucks travel to Detroit. Do they, they get some insane spreads? I just I don't get it. I know. Tampa is—
1: Now, Tampa, last week, they did not cover. No. Correct? Because the Falcons were up the whole game.
0: They did come back and win, but they didn't cover. Correct. They're nine and a half faves against the Lions. It's a big, big spread. You know,
1: the Lions were in that game last week, and then it got away from them, and they didn't cover the ludicrously high spread that it was. Um, So I am tempted to say the Lions again, but then do they let me down again? Listen. Listen. The Lions might be. I might be adding the Lions to my Falcons. Like, well, I don't know why I do this list, but in Stafford, I trust. I'm gonna say that it's a high scoring game, and I'm going Maddie backdoor. Backdoor Lions cover.
0: Hmm. I want to put all my cards in the Lions as well, but man. But we both think the Bucs win this game, for sure. Yeah. I'll be the opposite. I'll go Bucks again. Hell, who cares? All right, Niners cards in Arizona. Cards are five-point favorites. I think the Niners are just falling off. I agree with you. I'm going to go cards. I am as well. That is going to be on Amazon Prime exclusive. It, like,
1: listen... At this point, who doesn't have Amazon Prime? I agree. Do you not have Amazon Prime? You do.
0: Of course, I've yeah. had it.
1: I didn't have it for so long because I was like, "Oh, what?" But like But you get everything mailed, so you need Amazon Prime. And again, I mean, I like if there if you want to have a conspiracy theory, the only one that I f- will will pay mind to is that Jeff Bezos is responsible for all of this. Just wants us all at home buying everything on Prime. That's the only like I mean to pull Bill Gates into this guys like you're barking up the wrong tree what is Bill Gates delivering to your house by the way Bill Gates is already tracking you so he doesn't need you he doesn't need you to get the vaccine to track you follow the money you have to be at home and order everything to your home and what has everything Amazon like if, you want to you want to point fingers Amazon's made billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars since the pandemic started
0: And you know what else they did too they were smart I was looking because my Prime membership is coming up in three days for renewal. I don't know about if this is just me or other people. I'm paying $20 less to renew this year than the previous two years. No places offer a reduced rate. So Amazon knows, hey, we'll throw you a bone. $20 cheaper. Old Prices only go up is what I'm saying. Yeah. And Jeff
1: Bezos doesn't give money to anybody, you know? You think, you think the Bill Gates and the Warren Buffett's of the world are trying to throw you off their scent by always being really charitable guys their whole life? Meanwhile, Jeff Bezos just sitting on a pile of money, not doing anything. Now, oh, you need entertainment? How about Amazon Prime? You need football? How about Amazon Prime? You're out of toilet paper? How about Amazon Prime? You want to have a conspiracy theory? Jeff Bezos, I mean, shipped COVID uh, with Amazon Prime. Like... He, he rubbed it all over all of our boxes and shipped Ooh. it to us in February,
0: and that's how it happened. Dude, here's something crazy. I looked, speaking of Amazon Prime, I was debating this with my brothers. I'm now more of a Prime watcher than Netflix. I like a lot of the Amazon content. So I looked, and it's I know I don't watch that much TV. I just don't. Since I got home, this is crazy. I looked at my recent streaming activity. I came back to Cincinnati October 13th. I've watched Netflix in this house twice. Twice since October 13th. I've watched Amazon Prime and Hulu way more than that.
1: Well, you got, first of all, get on Netflix for that New York Christmas wedding. But yeah, I, I like a lot of stuff on, on it. I love the boys, boys is super fun. Um,
0: but like movie content, like, movie content, like yeah. Amazon knows Amazon has like the corny eighties Andy Ruther stupid R rated raunchy
1: the uh the
0: Screwballs. The
1: orgy, what was it? The screwballs. Great American Orgy?
0: Yeah. The Great American Remember when we watched Screwballs?
1: Yeah. And also, uh if 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 somebody wants a deep Fucking, like, hidden gem on Amazon. Red Oaks. Really good show. Only a couple seasons. Really funny.
0: I can buy into this Jeff Bezos shipping COVID everywhere. Yeah. Do you know because of the pandemic, he's going to be the first... Trillionaire? Trillionaire. You know
1: how much money that is? It's so much. It's so much money.
0: That's some... Like, why has nobody built a Scrooge McDuck money, bin? You got that much money. You gotta, you gotta build a money bin, bro. Do something.
1: I, I, there's, there's all these like million versus billion things. It would be like, it was like, to count to a million would take you a month and a half or something like that, or a week and a half, and ca- to count to a billion would take you like seventy years. Cash? Just count. Just count. Just counting. Just counting aloud.
0: Like how much? I'm thinking if it was cash, how much? Not, it's not as much as you think. How much is a billion in cash in this basement? Oh, no.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's not how that works. Couldn't be here. It would be bigger than this basement.
0: A billion dollars? In hundreds? Yeah. No way. Dude, if it was stacked from the floor up to the ceiling... A, you, lo- a billion? The basement would be flooded. A billion
1: is a thousand million Well, I mean, like I bet you could Google a million dollars cash. I bet you could Google a million dollars cash. I, I bet you, I bet you, there's been a one million dollars cash images.
0: That's not that. That's not that big, dude. The,
1: yeah, I know. That's not that big. It's a thousand
0: of them. One thousand. Okay. The basement's flooded. Okay, okay, I get it. I see. Basement's flooded. <laughs> what do you, you want to see? The cash. All right. So we're both going with the cards in this game. Yes. All right. Prime time, Las Vegas. This game is huge for the playoffs. More for the Dolphins because they can't afford to lose. The Raiders are probably out at this point. Yes. Sad ending for your Raiders. I know.
1: But it's all right. I believe in Raider Nation. We're gonna come back strong next year. I believe fans. When the black hole, the Death Star reopens in Vegas, I'll be there in my Moth Gideon costume.
0: <laughs> Is it Moth or I Moth? I don't know?
1: Who cares? Uh, Los Poyos Hermanos. It's Moth. M- That's what I said.
0: M O F F. Moff Gideon.
1: Is it Moff or moth? Well, not going to work here anymore, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, who we got for favorites? We got Miami's a three-point favorite on the road. They got to win. This is tough. I'm gonna take the Raiders. I want to take the Raiders. I think I
1: think I I think this should be a good money line bet this week. I could see the Raiders upsetting the Dolphins.
0: The Raiders play spoiler. Yeah. The Raiders. Gruden and his two doors removed neighbor. Yeah. Derek Carr celebrate afterwards.
1: I like it. Is this our? Is this a dirty sports money line pick of the week?
0: I like it yeah let's do it. The Falcons travel to Arrowhead where the Chiefs are ten and a half point favorites
1: i can't I couldn't be happier to pick on the Chiefs. I know the chiefs have not closed out games, but I think this is a game they close out because it's a Falcons team on the road out of the dome. Chiefs have to show they can do it. Falcons defense just i mean gets carved at the end of last week. They get
0: carved every week.
1: I know, but like at least they played well to start, but like there's just no way like if you can't stop if you can't, you know, stop the box from coming back, you're not going to be able to slow down the Chiefs. I t- I like the Chiefs to win and cover.
0: Yeah, I do too. All right, the Browns. All right, 10 and 4 because of the Bengals upset. I, I could be wrong on this. I think they have potential to win that division because they played the Steelers the last week. Yeah.
1: So the 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 Steelers, first of all, are the Steelers no longer the two-seed? Is it the Bills? Are the Bills the two-seed now? I think so. So the Steelers go from undefeated to bordering on a wild-card game Yeah. in a matter of three weeks. It's pretty crazy, dude. Yeah, Buffalo, two. So, Browns Jets. What's the spread on that game? I mean, the Jets had their Super Bowl. There's no way. Like, the the thing about the Jets is the Jets nine and a half need to that nine and a half is big
0: it's in New York. I'll take the Jets. No, but no way they win that game. I'm gonna take obviously. The, I'm gonna take the Browns. Okay. You like it? I'm all in on the brownies right what now. What
1: am I doing? Just enjoy. Like, there's no way. There's two weeks in a row they go covering. Just enjoy the stacks of money you get. Long-term betting against the Jets. I'm with you, Andy. You talked me into it. Browns all day. Browns to cover. I think uh, the uh, the Jets are now like. What, how, what's their what's their record? One and thirteen. One and thirteen. So that's fourteen games. I believe they are five and nine against the spread. Better than you'd think.
0: You want to hear something? Could I, I saw? say five and
1: ten after this week. I'm with you. Just enjoy the stacks of money you get betting against the Jets. The Jets
0: and the Jags have the same number of wins against winning teams as the Packers.
1: The Packers have beaten one team with a winning record?
0: The Packers have only beaten one team with a winning record.
1: And that would be the Bucs? Who did they beat? Or did they lose to the box that, that was early? They lost to the box. They lost to the box. Well, I mean, look, the Packers can only play who they can play. I
0: agree. Look, I'm not the, the, I'm not saying anything. I don't think Seattle's beaten maybe more than one. Yeah. All I'm saying is look, this is the this is But
1: I mean, let's go through their thing. Saints. The Vikings, Lions Saints. Right. The Vikings, Lions, and uh Bears are the other three so they have they have six wins at this point against their division, right? They sweep their division a division of dumpster fire franchises. Here we go. 6 wins, I don't know. I don't know what uh, triggered what triggered your TV again. But so they've only beaten the Saints, pretty good team. Um, but that I mean they have two lost so they lost to the Bucks and they lost to the Colts.
0: Which I think I could be wrong in this. I'm going to look real quick. I think Seattle's the same way. That's why like, it's an interesting stack because you're like, who's beating teams with winning records?
1: Well, first of all, the NFC, nobody in the NFC East has a winning record. Nobody but the Packers in the NFC North have a winning record. It's just, I mean, that's, that's half of the entire
0: conference. Look, Seattle's the same way. They have one win. The one win against the Cardinals. That's, yeah. that's the only team they've beat with the winning record so yeah. far.
1: I mean, again, you look at it. So you have the entire NFC East, all of the NFC North except the Packers. The NFC South is got the Saints and the Bucks above 500, the Panthers and the Falcons below. You know. Yeah. And th- so those those West teams beat up on each other, and the Packers beat everybody. And the Saints beat everybody. It's the NFC East and the rest of the NFC North that's just killing people.
0: Okay. The Steelers, who looked so bad against the Bengals in a third-string quarterback. They got dominated somehow. Do they lose a fourth in a row? I believe they do. I believe they do. They're one and a half point favorites at home against the Colts.
1: I'm going to take the Colts to win the game. Now listen,
0: are they the worst 11-0 team in in, in NFL history? Yes, they have to be. Who's worse? How could it be? How could they be worse?
1: I had to like you know, I had to get off the paper Tigers overrated Steelers when they were 11 and 0. Like what you you got to do you you got can only play the games you play right you can only win the games you play but at this point the the I mean they're 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 in free fall yeah if they lose this week and the Browns win they could like the Browns leapfrog them this week correct correct wow yeah I don't know what that word is week is it weak? Something's triggering your TV again. My TV is being
0: very triggered by the NFL picks. Yeah. Oh, she's she's out of her mind. Yeah. Mom, relax. Jeez. <laughs> oh, now you're trying to search stuff. This is really un- This is really unbelievable. Um, I'm gonna go with the Colts as well. Okay. Because I just think, I don't know. I agree with everything you're saying. Now, how do I get this off my screen?
1: Give me your TV remote. Maybe just
0: hit back.
1: Yeah, that did it again. Keep hitting back until they're gone. I mean, who? Okay, let me ask you something about the Steelers, Andy. Who's at fault here? Their defense is pretty good. They have no running game. None. Do, do you blame the TikToking wide receivers? Just Big people. Ben is Tomlin overrated? Like I've said for it's a combina- the longest time, it's a combination of all those things. Big Ben,
0: some of those missed throws against Cincinnati. When
1: work. he looks bad, he looks bad, and he looks bad more often than not. He's, I'll just say it, he's washed. No, he, uh, he's well. Yes, he's washed, but he's got a little bit of uh he's got a little bit of a Jared Goff thing going on. I mean, he he is he will throw the ball into coverage,
0: never and, go full golf
1: and sometimes it is completed because he has talented wide receivers and he always has and he's always been that guy he'll throw a 5050 ball, which is you have to do but it's a little bit now if it's wide open, he looks great and if it's not, it looks pretty bad. like the bengals made him look horrible. I mean, I don't trust Big Ben in the playoffs at this point against anybody. No. Who's a sure win for the Steelers? Not a single team making the AFC playoffs.
0: We could be witnessing the biggest collapse from an 11-0 team in NFL history. you
1: got to put a little bit of that on Tomlin, right?
0: Yeah. Like I said, I think it's the receivers, it's Big Ben, it's Tomlin.
1: I mean, these receivers go out and do TikTok dances on the opposing team's logo every week guys you haven't won a game in almost a month and juju gets lit up yeah. every time he does that
0: yeah maybe just stop don't, don't yeah i mean he got lit up on that play against the Bengals. did you see the remake somebody made kind of weird
1: that juju smith schuster has not won a game since hanukkah started
0: Cancelled! 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 Dad Jokes! Cancelled! cancelled. Bears, Jazz A very
1: cancelled Christmas. (laughs) Starring Tug Coker.
0: That's a good one.
1: Tug Coker's a big-time radio DJ who gets cancelled for some off-color jokes and has to move back to his hometown where he falls in love with his high school fling, who's the farmer's daughter.
0: Yeah, I think he just wrote the script right there, man. There's the synopsis right there. Tug
1: Coker is the governor of a state that's been locked down because of COVID. All his constituents vote for his opponent, and he has to move back to his hometown, tail between his legs, where all the small businesses have closed for his (laughs) His over-socialist approach to the lockdown. And he marries a farmer's daughter. A very... Cancel Christmas. A very lockdown Christmas.
0: Coming to Netflix December 22nd. La la la
1: lockdown. Ho ho homecoming starring Tug Coker.
0: (laughs) Doing the fa la 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 fun. (laughs) That that was pretty bad. (laughs) (sighs) I mean Tug, I know you're not going to hear this, but like throw your boys some money or something, man.
1: Writing a lot of Christmas Movies for Tug Coker out here.
0: I like it. All
1: right, Bears, Jags, Bears are Tug Coker doesn't have enough money to buy all the kids at his elementary school Christmas presents. So he brings a ringer to a golf
0: game. (laughs) Shots fired, starring Tug Coker. I think he just canceled you about the canceled Christmas. (laughs) Canceled, canceled, canceled. It's too much canceling going on. All right, Bears, Jags. Seven and a half point Chicago favorites. It's in Jacksonville. I'm going to go Jags.
1: I'm going to go Jags, too. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'll go Bears. I'll go Bears. They, the Bears seem to put it together. I like... Here's what I. Here's why I like the Bears. I like the Bears to look good, feel good going into next season, even though they don't make the playoffs. Stick with Nagy. Stick with Trubisky. Start, oh. start the whole thing over. No, I agree with you. It's terrible. Oh but they'll be like this. It's year five where he starts to figure it out,
0: dude. I can't. I just can't. The Bears' coaching and quarterback situation is the defi- is like the very definition. Of, but like of they've of settling. looked good
1: since he returned. Yeah, big
0: deal. It's settling. Yeah. It's just accepting mediocrity. That's getting the minivan and just settling. You 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 put all the chips in. You got the minivan. You got the kids, you're just settling. Oh, you're driving a minivan right now. Yes, could you actually see yourself ever in your future driving a minivan? Let me say this. Oh boy, here, here, let me say this first of
1: all, minivan drives okay, it's definitely a minivan. But when we got the minivan, the seats went fully down into the floor, okay, where it turns into a straight up van. We were talking to Colleen's brother yesterday, who he said he got a minivan. Hold on, listen. He put the seats into the floor. He covered the entire back with a rug, and he has yet to put the seats back up. So he just basically has a like he has a party van. Which I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Throw my golf clubs in the back. Tour America is sleeping in the back of a minivan. Yeah, I'm in. In fact, I think I I think I'm doing it. Yeah. I could go with this this Chrysler, whatever it is. Buy American, by the way.
0: I'm talking about toting the kids around.
1: No, just get a SUV. Yeah, or just get... So many of the station wagons are boss. My brother has a boss, like Volkswagen station wagon. The the Subaru Outback. Oh, no,
0: no, no, no. What? Subaru is like, I'm done with my life, and I'm just driving kids to soccer practice.
1: I mean, I I think if you, you have... Can't. Hold on, you have not spent enough time in Colorado. The Subaru Outback is the official vehicle of Colorado. It's like bikes on the back, mountain gear on the back, like skis on the top. It's like it's the ultimate like lesbians doing outdoor activity car.
0: I know it is. I don't know. It's just tough for me, man.
1: It's like get some Patagonia, get a toolie box on the top. Let's go camping.
0: And they're kind of boss. I could do Subaru over minivan. A minivan means you've literally, you've turned in your keys. On my life. parents
1: never did a minivan. My mom had a also had a Boss uh, Mercedes station wagon. I was like, this thing is dope. Yeah, like I, uh, remember the old Volvo station wagons? Oh yeah, too?
0: dope. We had minivans. Those were those. Oh, we,
1: I want a Ford Flex. That's I've, I've I've got my eye on a Ford Flex.
0: You want a Flex with a Ford Flex?
1: Yeah, I want a Flex with a Ford. Flex. I want a Woody Woody wagoned out Ford Flex. I want the wood siding.
0: The wood siding. Yeah. We had the old station wagon, the old, a, a Buick, where the seats in the back faced.
1: Yes. Do you know
0: where what you I'm talking faced about? faced back. Yeah.
1: Oh, they faced each other.
0: No, 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 no. Where the seats in the back f- would be facing the cars.
1: Yes. We had. that's what my mom that's what my mom's Mercedes station wagon had. And we would put like be like, Oh, Mikey go back there and then You had like, eight people in the car. Yeah. And then my mom was like, All right, Mikey's not allowed to ride in the back end because like cars coming pulling up next. So I was like, What the fuck? It's like Mikey's done like <laughs> the, the ham sandwich where he's pressed his like dick and balls to the window or whatever. Like we're like, What is that? He's like, It's the pressed ham We're like, Okay.
0: Oh my God! or Mikey
1: like is back there with uh, you know handwriting notes that say like you're a tire, and then people are like pulling off, thinking their tires off Savage. so then Mikey couldn't sit in the back anymore because he couldn't be trusted to not cause mayhem facing traffic
0: oh yeah like you're you're just inviting a kid to be a total derelict when you have a child facing the traffic, yeah, I remember doing. Family vacations. I barfed my little brother on that one once, in the very back.
1: The way way back. Way way back, bro. Yeah, there's a movie called The Way Way Back. You know it all. You're like a you're like a walking. That's actually a really good movie. You're the like way, a way walking
0: real life version of IMDb. I love it. I I love watching movies. I just love it. Yeah, I can tell. You probably bang out like 30 movies a month.
1: I mean, I've slowed down a lot, but like early COVID, it was like 70.
0: Wow. It's like two
1: movies a day. I had the Criterion like, collection uh, subscription, like, test subscription for a while. spanging out classics.
0: Unreal. All right, so we're both going Jags? Yes. All right. No, I'm going Bears. All right, I'm going to go Jags. Giants-Ravens in Baltimore. Ravens have looked good the last two weeks. They're 11-point favorites.
1: Giants just can't score. Giants can't move the ball. I don't know if Daniel Jones is playing or not, but if he is, he'll be hobbled. I don't like this. I need Washington to lose to the Panthers because I think the Giants lose to the Ravens. And that's the only thing that gives us a chance. So I'm going to try to reverse jinx my Giants. I say the Ravens win and cover, I'm hoping that I'm desperately hoping to be wrong. And then uh, we really need the Panthers. If the, if the Giants, they move Panthers, Washington to 4 o'clock because if the Giants lose to the Ravens, The Washington football team uh,
0: clinches with a win over the Panthers. Yeah, I'm going to go Ravens. Bengals-Texans in Houston. Houston's eight-point favorites. I'm going to go Houston.
1: You don't think your Bengals feel inspired by the win? Keep it close? It was still one of the
0: worst offensive games I've ever seen. That was their Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with the Texans. That was their Super Bowl. They should put up a banner.
0: They really should.
1: Beat the 11-2 and two, uh, Steelers in a week. They had to beat the Steelers in like six
0: years. Yeah. They play them twice a year. Something ridiculous like that. All right, Broncos, Chargers. L.A. is a three-point favorite. At home. At home. Justin Herbert is going to cross 4,000 passing yards for the season.
1: I I took the Chargers. We both took the we do, we both took Vegas to cover last week, which they did. And uh or was it a push? I think it might have been a push. But uh the tra- we both also like the Chargers to win. Uh I think I think the Chargers win and cover. I'm
0: gonna go with the Chargers, even though they 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 have. Epic All right, I'm gonna trails. fade
1: Ruther. I'm gonna go with the Broncos.
0: Yeah, I saw something there. Yeah, here's a here's a wild. I'm gonna fade
1: Ruther. Broncos Mata put me down for the bron- the Broncos. The Here, Broncos
0: cover. Here's a wild one.
1: But I think the Chargers win.
0: Did I bring this up last episode? Heading into last week's games, so I don't know what it is now, but heading into last week's games, forty times this season, a team has blown a double digit lead. That's crazy. So they're basically saying no lead safe. No defense is playing well for the most part. 40 times across the NFL, a double-digit lead has been blown.
1: Blown and lost.
0: Blown and lost. Yeah. That's nuts. Panthers, Washington, you already alluded to it. It's in Washington. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites. I don't know who's playing quarterback.
1: Dwayne Haskins, I believe.
0: Washington has a really good D. They
1: do. I'm doing this. I am saying I reverse jinx the Giants. The Giants lose the the Ravens cover. I go with the Panthers to win the game. I need it. It sets me up for a week 17. The Panthers win the game against Washington
0: in Washington. I like the Panthers if if Haskins is playing quarterback. He throws some bad picks.
1: Did you see this? Uh, I guess like. One of the other guys who's a quarterback on the team, you know, uh, who, do they, who do they have? They had Allen go down, Kyle Allen went down, and Alex, Alex Smith. Smith goes down. Haskins is a the quarterback. There's another guy who's on the roster, and he liked a tweet saying Dwayne Haskins is trash. <laughs> that's fun. That's That's, that's got to be fun in your locker room. I like the Twitter beef drama. I go with the Panthers to win the game. All right. Tug Cooker is a backup quarterback with social media beef against another guy on his depth chart. His social media beef gets him cut for the team. Right before week 17, he has to return to his hometown, tail between his legs, and coach the high school football team to a state championship while dating the farmer's daughter. Yeah, man. In Ho ho homecoming victory.
0: I mean, we have a collection. Yeah. There's a collection at this point of talk coker. It's a movies. very
1: coker Christmas box set.
0: All right, <laughs> Eagles Cowboys in the big D. Philly's a two and a half point favorite. Wow. Jalen Hurts getting some love in Las Vegas.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, the Eagles put it together toward the end of last week. I, I think that the Cowboys are have been McCarthy'd. I think they're done for. I'm going to take the Eagles to win and cover.
0: All right, I'm going to go Eagles as well.
1: Rams, man. This the is game of the week. Your game of the week.
0: The Rams travel to Seattle. This line continues to go down. No. Andy
1: Ruther returns to his hometown, starts dating a girl who's a Seahawks fan, has to decide his fandom between his current Rams fandom and his Seahawks fandom in a very, crosstown rivalry. A
0: very confused Christmas.
1: <laughs> this is your two teams battling for the division. Like, t- t- honestly, who do- are you rooting for in this game? When you watch this game, are you rooting for the Rams to win? I mean, look. Because it seems like at this point you're actively rooting against Jared Goff.
0: I was just about to say that.
1: You're actively rooting for Russell Wilson, your boy, Mr. Extremely Limited for a month and a half. But but you're a Rams fan. You're not technically a Seahawks fan, I think, although I think we all know that you are. You love Pete Carroll. You own two Seahawks jerseys. I own one. What happened
0: to your... What happened to your... uh, Richard Sherman? Sherman, Yeah. I sent it to CT.
1: Okay. You guys did a jersey swap at the end of a soccer game.
0: Well, he just... You know, he was still playing for Seattle and he wanted it. Right. So I sent it to him. Okay. Look. Goff is atrocious. I do enjoy watching his turnovers. And I enjoy watching Russ play well. I also though the Rams are like, I've been to more Rams games than any other team in the last four or five years. I just want to see a good game. I don't want to see a.
1: And I think you it's, bought your Chargers sweater. I feel. Let me tell you what I think is happening. The subconsciously, I think you're embracing your Chargers season ticket. Hold it. You are transitioning. Into a Chargers fan. You can't say
0: that without thinking about me turning
1: into a woman. I know. You're transitioning into a Chargers fan. You are, this is your way of slowly pulling away from the Rams so that you have an L.A. team in a different conference and then you can be fully a Seahawks fan in the NFC. Ooh. I think that's what's happening subconsciously. You bought the Chargers sweatshirt. Herbert's playing great. Herbert's playing great. Goff's playing bad. Goss playing bad.
0: Let me ask you a question.
1: Are the Rams your NFC favorite if Herbert's their quarterback?
0: Yes. Yeah, I mean that's where we're at. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Not favorite. Not favorite. Not for the whole NFC.
1: No. You don't like them. You just drop Herbert on their team, but like he's up to speed.
0: Shit, man. I think they're good. I,
1: they're pretty good.
0: They're really good. Yeah, I agree. I put them right there with the other two, Packers and Saints. I think the Rams are that talented. They that's what they need.
1: But now I was I was looking at maybe Darnold coming in and a return to California next year. But now it sounds, seems like maybe the Jets are so lost that they're being, they're going with a Adam Gase, Sam Darnold. Return, like if, like if the Jets bring back Adam Gase, they they hate their fans, right?
0: Yeah. I think this is going to be a a low-scoring, boring game. I think Goff's inept. Seattle's defense is playing better. Rams D always gives Ross fits. What's the spread on this game? Only a one-point Seattle favorite. I'm
1: going with the Rams. I'm going to go with the Rams
0: to win the game. I am, too. I think the Rams win. And I think Goff will. We
1: got a Rams fan over here. She's she's dancing.
0: I think he is Actually, I'll say this much. It's going to come down to the quarterbacks and turnovers. Whoever has two or more turnovers loses. Either Russ or Goff. Okay. But I'm going to put my money on the Rams right now. Me too. All right, Sunday night.
1: This uh, is a fun game, huh? Yes, this They're, is really this is really going to show us. You know, I said this about the Packers before. The, their show me game was the Colts game, which they lost. This is their have they like? I think at this point, the the AFC South. This Titans Colts matchup. This Titans Colts AFC South. Who is going to win the AFC South? Who's the better team in the AFC South? I don't know, but. This is like the pack. It's almost like the Packers get a chance to make up for that Colts loss, and they're at home, and they're at home. I can't. I don't have my glasses. You have to tell me the spreads and everything like that.
0: Three and a half packer favorite.
1: Ooh, maybe a little high. Preferred three. You know what is home field? They're saying they're saying the Packers are a half point favorite on neutral field or a one point favorite. I like the Titans to cover. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it could go either way. I think the Packers, I don't know what we triggered
0: this TV. TV, stop. Three and a half. I'm going to say Titans.
1: I'm going to say Titans as well. It's going to be a fun Sunday night game.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. It's the best game of the week. Cause Monday night. Bills, Pats in Foxborough. Patriots are seven point favorites.
1: The Buffalo seven point favorites. Sorry, yeah. I think that uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Patriots in that game too to keep it close. But I do think that the Bills win that game, and I think that this is this is this is the. I think the Bills will be more hyped for this game than they've been hyped for a game in a long time because they have the two seed. They can keep the two seed. They won the division. Now it's all about fuck the Patriots. But I think that Bill Belichick wants to play spoiler to the team that has taken his long-held AFC East title. I think the Bills win the game, but I think it's close. I think it's a grinded-out game.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go Bills win but do not cover. Got a lot of the same picks this week.
1: And I like it. It means we're probably doing something right. Unless we go four for the weekend and then people will be like, why do we even listen to the show?
0: Yeah, well, you know what? What the hell do we know? These are just picks. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. this, this is not easy. Yeah. There's a reason Vegas exists. Yep. Allegedly. Yeah. Have you been lately? Not sure. Does Vegas still exist? Allegedly. What about this?
1: Getting Tug- that minivan, head Tug- to Vegas.
0: Tug Coker's family's down to its last legs. <laughs> He throws them all in a minivan and drives to Vegas with one last parlay. Can Tug's family survive a Christmas parlay?
1: His family and his wife's family in two-team parlay.
0: (laughs) It's a two-family parlay. He's got to listen to this episode. Yeah, I'm going to send him a text. All right, those are the week 16 picks. We're not going to listen to calls today, but leave a line leave a call on the hotline 310-359-8365. We did it, Joe. The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. By the way, I I haven't made any decisions on this, but you talked about the Chargers thing and about you know us doing the show together quarterly, which I'm all for. I think I'm leaning towards keeping my Chargers season tickets. Yeah, I think you should. That way I can fly out for a couple games? I mean, I got to say... And sell the tickets to games I don't go yeah, to. Yeah, and I got to say,
1: I mean, think about this. Your investment in that and the way Herbert has played, like, there's going to be excitement around this team. They're going to be good soon. Like, to be in on the ground floor, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's a good investment if you need somebody to split the cost. I, I would potentially, at this point, think about now that you're in early... Saying, okay, let's talk about this. Not that I want to be a Charger fan, but I think it's a good investment situation. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's so fine. I think you should keep it.
0: It's an investment, and there will for sure be back-to-back home games next year. Yeah. I could fly out for two home games. Yeah. The question is, will fans be allowed at that point? Right. I think they will. I think opening week next year, no doubt about it. You'd hope. All right, guys. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Dirty Sports. Drop an iTunes review, and when you do that, leave that Instagram or Twitter handle so I can reach out to you to get that address for some koozies. Follow me at Andy AndyRuther, all social media.
1: I'm on Cameo still. Somebody just asked for a Christmas Cameo. They wanted me to roast their friends, and if you're listening to this episode, I will be doing that today. I'm going to do my Christmas Cameo roasting of your friends. I'm still on Cameo, so if you want some Christmas wishes – Find me there, at Joe Prano on Instagram, at Joe Prano on TikTok, at Fix Your Life on Twitter. And as my sweater and my hat say, uh, enjoy some Miller Lite around your Christmas tree this holiday season and send me uh, some pictures of you doing that. I love love seeing people celebrating with Miller Lite, celebrating their holidays. Joe Prano in A Very Pilsner Christmas.
0: Guest starring Tug Coker.
1: Yeah. He returns to Milwaukee to find evil Tug Coker is now married <laughs> to his high school sweetheart. <laughs> Brano has to start working at the brewery of the greatest Pilsner in the world and break up Tug Coker's marriage in a very Pilsner
0: Christmas. Amazing. <laughs> All right, guys. Seriously, enjoy Christmas. Spend the time with your family And uh, we'll be back again next week, sadly apart. But we're making it work. And thank you for all the support during this holiday season. Be smart out there. Be safe. And as always, stay dirty.